Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. We do a podcast. We open up a new week on a Monday. Al Dukes, what's up? Oh, hi, Jerry. A uh, number of things uh, from the weekend I'd like to share with you. One, because many people sent me this video on Twitter. They direct messaged it to me on Twitter, okay. on Instagram, any way they could find me. It was a guy, uh, seemed like a regular adult male, seemed very normal, Jerry. Didn't look crazy. Didn't look like he was under any sort of stress. Didn't look like he was ill. Right. Uh, he was uh, at, I believe it was a Whole Foods, and uh, at the uh, the hot buffet. And okay. he was tasting the soup using the ladle that you would use to put it into a container for yourself. So he was using the actual ladle. This sounds and, like an Impractical Jokers episode. Right. It was unfortunately not. It was a real-life episode. Right. And so I had a lot of people, I guess because of the, the coronavirus situation. Yes. And, uh, and it's just disgusting. Spreading disease. But I guess that's why it popped up more so uh, this week. That's fair. Uh, than, uh, than others. So I got a lot of that. And I did watch it because the guy really took his... He wasn't sneaking it you know what i mean he, wasn't no, he like, was out in the open doing it out in the, as if this is what you do to see if you want to try the soup right you take the ladle that you should use to pour the soup into a personal container that you then would pay for and enjoy and he instead was drinking from the ladle now if you're there i you say go right to the authorities or the authorities jesus you go right to management or do you just go to the guy um well this good who question, might turn Jerry. and punch you in the face right Here's what I would do. I'd size up the situation. 
can this man beat me up? And do I think he might beat me up? Yes. Uh, if no, then I go right to him and then the authorities. If this is a man that looks like could he could beat me up or had a look in his eye like he might beat me up, right? then I would go straight to the authorities. Or the but, management team. But this guy was like a sort of like a middle-aged father type. I think I would have said something to him directly. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I would have been like, you know... That ladle is for everybody, you jackass, into the container, not you sucking on it. The only thing I've ever seen, jackass, at a salad bar or soup or something like that, like a buffet bar, that I thought was borderline disgusting was when people, and I've seen this many times, people are in line and they're kind of waiting to move along to get to the next thing. Yeah. And as they're waiting, they grab a cherry tomato or they grab the olive and they eat it with their hands. People do that even at the supermarket. They'll take grapes. Do they really? They'll take, I've seen people eat grapes. Really? Well, oh yeah, right out of the bag. Right out of the bag. As they're grapes. shopping. Yeah. And then you weigh it. You ate some of the weight, so. Yes. You're kind of good. You're really kind of stealing. I agree. I will say that, like, even uh, sometimes the Gina will do this. We'll go get a uh, yogurt. Right. The Froyo, Jerry. And you get some toppings. Like, let's say you get strawberries as your topping. Strawberries are heavy. Mm-hmm. They're a more expensive they topping. Are. So as she's walking around, now she's put the strawberries into her container of yogurt, right? But as she's walking around, she might eat a strawberry. And in my head, I go, you stole that strawberry because it wasn't weighed yet. Right, right. Not Nothing disgusting. She's not touching strawberries. That she, Although she didn't wash them. Well, yeah, that's true. That's Although, not disgusting. Some people do. Some people don't. I mean. Yeah. You know. But so be it. So, so be she'll, it. See, the thing with the yogurt is at least you can still scan it. Right, but it's but the yogurt is weighed, and that's how you're charged. And if you ate oh, a, the yogurt's weighed yeah, too. Yeah, and oh. if you eat the heavy strawberry off of it. Oh, I see what you see you're what saying. I'm saying, Jerry. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I was thinking regular like yogurt. My bad. Yeah, that's oh, the I froyo see. you were talking froyo. about. Froyo. All right, I'm coming back. And then right. this uh, came up on Twitter yesterday, mostly from I saw a bunch of uh, things from Barstool. There was a, a video, and then a still image shot of James Harden from this weekend. And they were asking uh, through the photos, did James Harden poop his pants? Is, Again, this poor girl walks I in at the worst times with these stupid stories. We're sorry. I mean, it's I terrible. Jerry, I, I mean, can't control the she topics. She opened the door, and those are the first three right. words that came out of your mouth. She's used to it by now. This Probably. Is what... I, okay. So Jesus. Th- there was video, did James Harden poop his pants? And he was on the ground, and you could see from the back there was like a a brown streak. Oh, God. Okay. And sh- I knew exactly what happened. And th- everyone seemed puzzled. Did he poop his pants? I said, he didn't poop his pants. I know Al Dukes, a- poop detective. I know 100% what happened. Okay. Okay. At some point in the day, prior to the game, he went to the bathroom. Okay? Right. It was one of those times when you wipe and wipe and wipe and there's still something there. He then went and played basketball, running, sweating. He wears white shorts, his team. The end. That's what that was. So, it's not hard to... to he so didn't, then he sort of did, but not really. He didn't he poop his pants. The sweat combined with the difficulty wiping leakage. and cleaning up yeah. prior. Right. So there was poop residue. Right. And then the sweat made it soak into the okay. white. I, I'm actually, I actually feel sick right basketball now. Basketball shorts. God, gross. 
So if Barstool ever needs me to help them with any poop-related poop detective. poop detective. Now I have a couple articles for you, Jerry. Let's see what I want to do next. Oh, since we did poop detective, let's do this one. Oh, this comes to us from Canada and involves Uber. An Uber driver threw three passengers out of his car because one of them wouldn't stop farting. <laughs> uh, this uh, Uber driver told the Canadian oh. News Network that he picked up three men outside a strip club around 2 a.m. on Sunday and planned to drop them off at their next stop. Hence the problem with driving for Uber. Right. Is you you, you want to make money. You got to, you know, you got bills to pay. And you work those hours because you're always going to have fares. But sometimes the fares come from places like this where guys have had too much to drink. They're acting stupid and they do what? One of the passengers was very angry that the other passenger was farting. Things escalated quickly. Um, feeling uncomfortable, the driver pulled his Mazda into a parking lot and asked the men to leave. <laughs> for farting. Yes. That's got to be a rough one because it's Canada. It's got to be cold. You're in a parking lot, and you're basically telling them to get out. Right. Now, how fast do you give them, like, zero stars or one star? Immediately. Right. So now they got to get another ride, and their last review is zero stars zero. or one stars. An Uber rep told this Canadian news network that abusive passenger has been banned from the app now. Oh, okay. He could face criminal charges, cops say. Really? And the Uber driver cut his Sunday late night shift early because he was scared. I don't blame him. But he's Plus back I'm on the road to fumigate now. fumigate the car, I'm sure. Got to fumigate the car. I would think so. Yes. There are certain uh, cars and uh, certain upholsteries that hold odors. Have you noticed that with even well, things cloth. around your your house? Just cloth, cloth can, in general? Like can suck in. But I had, I had a Nissan Altima for like six years. I remember. Cloth seat. Right. Jerry, this thing held yeah. odors. Like if I Why you want leather. Right. Like if I do that was gaseous in my car and then left the car and I came back hours later to go food shopping, when I'd open the door I'd be like, Oh yeah. <laughs> and it was that car in particular. Those That's seats, awful, dude. They soaked it in like a sponge, Jerry. Yeah, man, you need leather. Let's go. Leather. But leather's cold in the winter, hot in the summer. Yeah, but it's now tough. they have cooling seats and I'm heated a, seats. and The heating, it takes a little while. No, they don't, actually. Uh, my, my The truck my wife has now. Yeah, seconds. Not instant, but it's not more than 30 seconds. Hmm. Pretty cool, actually. All right, well, here's an interesting story, Jerry. Uh, let's see. Uh, here's, a, here's the headline. Uh, man left unable to have sex. After rat bit his penis. Oh my god! Where? While in prison. In and prison. He's got a lawsuit going on. Oh boy! It's bad enough you're in prison. Have that happen? Yeah. Uh, this was back in 2007, while he was temporarily jailed in 2007. Nas- yeah. We're just finding out about this now. 13 years later. Yeah. He was temporarily jailed in the Nassau County Correctional Center. Oh no! Close to home here. Close to home. That's right. The charges were dropped after he was released. He claims to have suffered now, though, years of misery as a result of the injuries and mental distress from the rat bite. I can imagine. He said, quote, I'm still unable to have sex with my wife, and I'm still in near constant pain in my genitals. There you go, Eddie. And this is a Vietnam vet. So he says, listen, this is a quote from him. I took bullets for this country in Vietnam. 
and I'll never be able to walk right again, but this injury really didn't need to happen. He says he has worse nightmares about this rat than Vietnam. I would too. Wouldn't you? Every time I close my eyes, I feel like a rat is going to jump out and bite me again. Does it say what he was wearing? Like, was he nude? Or was, like, the rat go up his shorts or something? Uh, Well, let me just give you a couple more quotes of his, Jerry. I don't want you to miss these. Quote, I can't have sex and I can't master. I still have the urges. (laughs) I still have the urges, but I just can't do it. I can't get an erection, and a semi-erection is very painful. Even urinating can be painful. I mean, you just I have loading a, up Eddie's file, dude. I have a scar on my penis from the bite and scars on my legs from where the rat scratched me. He did get rabies shots when this initially happened, Jerry. He says it was humiliating getting examined by doctors. He says the rodent emerged from a hole in his mattress while he was slept was sleeping in the prison and a bit hole him. in his mattress? Mm-hmm. Solomon is the man's last name. Pulled the rodent from his penis and threw it away from him. The parties, the prison and this gentleman, dispute whether the rodent was a mouse or a rat, whether he was bitten or scratched. But they acknowledge he oh bitten or scratched. Yeah, they acknowledge something happened. Yes, clearly. I'm with this guy. He's a Vietnam veteran. Yeah, I'm siding with him. See why he was in jail? It was a it was a very minor charge. Okay. The charges were dropped that he was in for it. Wow. All right. Well, then, if that's I'm the case, I hope, he gets, I hope he gets some help. Me, too. Because that's brutal. I hope he gets one of those bionic penises that we've talked about on this program. I don't think he needs that, though. It sounds like he just needs some some work done. Some work done. I would think. But it's a long time to go with that. Yeah. You're right. This happened in 2007. It's yeah. 2020, Jerry. Right. If you were right. to do the math on that, how many years would you say that has been? 13. 13 years. Yes, I did That's, that all by I, myself right I there. I came up with the same math. 13 years. 13 years. Now here's a positive story, Jarius. Positive story. Enough of your negative stories about I haven't have one story. I'm just sitting here listening to you read. Biting genitals and such. And saying stupid things. Yes. 62-year-old man. This is a good story. This is a good one. Okay. 62-year-old man. He's 62, Jerry. That's old. It's not old. You're 50, dude. You're closer to 62 than you are 35. Oh, yeah. Like, significantly closer. I am. Not old. So stop it. Fair. 62-year-old man breaks Guinness World Record. For planking? Yes. Yeah, eight hours. Eight hours. Yeah, I saw this. This was last week. George Hood of Illinois. Yeah. Former U.S. Marine. How long do you think you could plank for? And DEA special agent. Could you plank for five minutes? Five minutes? Yeah. I don't know, although... I'm starting to doubt this idea that I told you last week that I could um, the 50, 100 pounds, bench 50 and press 50. 100 pounds 25 times. Yeah. Again, I think with the bar, you have a better chance. No, I can't, the definitely stability can't with do the, the barbells bar. are tough because they're big. Yeah. I think uh, I'm going to try it tomorrow. I'm going to the gym. Okay. I was going to try <clears> and see if I could get my butt on my car right now. I'm gonna, I was going to try and bring him in tomorrow morning. Yeah. What I'm going to do is uh, maybe what I'll do is I'll set up a video camera of me in the gym. I'll to get the two 50-pound dumbbells. Let's do this tomorrow, Tuesday, mm-hmm. and see how many I can do. Because if right. I can only get get it going 12 times, what's the point? True. That's right. A guy did call me. He said he, he usually uses 75-pound dumbbells. Wow. And he says he does whatever, eight. He said so for S's and giggles, he heard us talking this morning. 
He said in the gym this morning, he grabbed two 50-pound right. dumbbells. said he did it like 15 tops. Really? <laughs> I'm telling he you. He usually works out with 75. Yeah, it's heavy, dude. Yeah, I know. It's heavier than... I, I was even surprised, to be honest. Yeah. When I laid down on that, I was like, whoa. Like, all right, one. Like, I think I forget what I got. I think the Maybe first, nine? the first couple are hard, and then it... Then you get in a rhythm, then you it gets do, hard. Except my arms became jello very quickly. Yeah, I always worry about uh, a weight falling on my face. Sure, that could. Oh, absolutely. that's a normal worry. Uh, yeah. I thought you were going to say, "Why would you?" People worry? have died silly. dropping weights on their throat. Oh, yeah. And be careful. That's why you yeah. have a spotter. That's why you don't do it just by yourself in your basement. <laughs> You're dead. No one finds you. You're gone. <laughs> You're dead. You are dead. Uh, let's see. He says it's uh, four to five hours a day in the plank pose that he does for training, Jerry. That's amazing. Then I do 700 push-ups, 2,000 sit-ups, and a set of 100, say, f- as a, a sit-up a day. Hold on, Jerry. 700 push-ups. I do 700 does push-ups a day. Does this guy work? Oh, no, retired. Sit-ups. Oh, he does 2,000 sit-ups a day in sets of 100. 500 wow. leg squats. What? What is he doing this for four hours? For upper body and the arms, I do approximately 300 arm curls a day. This is a 62-year-old, former Marine. Is, is there a picture of this guy? No. I saw the story. I didn't see him. Oh, he says that after his eight-and-a-half, uh, eight-hour-plus plank that broke the record, Jerry, he announced his retirement from the position. Okay. He then pumped out 75 push-ups immediately that after is doing the plank. That is absolutely amazing. And his next record he's going to go for is the most push-ups in an hour. What is that record? That doesn't say, but it says the female record for planking is held uh, by a woman named Dana. She's a Canadian. She planked for four hours, 19 minutes, and 55 seconds. Okay. Good job by her. Wow, this guy is jacked, dude. He is. He's 62, Jerry. Holy moly. He's going to live forever. Yeah, this guy's doing all right. Damn. Damn. At 62, we should all look this good. Absolutely. At 45, we should all look this good. Yes. <laughs> right? I mean, I would like God. that, sure. That is insane. He must have, you know, the cool thing is, you know, for him at least, he's got time to do this stuff. Right. Yeah, I, I time to do that. When I retire, I'm going to do 2,000 sit-ups a day. I'm going to plank for eight hours. Really, I figured you'd play the harmonica and sip your coffee. After that. Right. I'm going to plank. You know how most people are at work eight hours a day? I'll be planking there eight hours go. a day. When I retire. Well, good luck with that. All right, Jerry, the warm-up program is next. Yes. So. Good morning, campers. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFAN. We've got a Monday morning for you. We get a new week. It's March. March Madness. Almost upon us. Al Dukes, what's up? Oh, hi, Jerry. You're a crazy type of guy. How you doing? Yeah, I like March Madness, Jerry. Actually, yesterday, you know, I do a, a phone call to mom on Sundays. Okay. And my mom's really into getting involved in these CBS online pools. I remember she did the bracket last year, too. Yeah, she does the bracket. She does college football stuff. Yeah. Uh, pro games. And it's funny. She has certain guys that she follows who I had no idea even who they were. She's like, I follow Prisco's picks. I go, who's <laughs> Prisco? <laughs> yeah, Pete Prisco. Yeah. Him and Chris Sims for whatever reason. Okay. Those Does are she the... ever win? Uh, she has won. Okay. She has won, and she's very excited. This is great, too. You'll love this. So she gets very excited about the March Madness pool that right. she's going to be in. And she says to me, she goes, uh, I was reading the rules, 
And I'm not sure if I'm allowed to I don't win. Think she is. I don't know if I'm allowed to win the whole thing because you work there. Right. I said, well, let's worry no, about no, that. You can't, but what if she wins a million dollars? And then she's got to give it back. My mother's not winning the CBS pool. Someone has to win. That would be that would be a kick in the can, wouldn't it, Jerry? Yes, of course. My mother all excited. She have to change her name. To what? Her maiden name so that she could win. <laughs> I'm sure there's an investigation or before they hand out the million dollars. Disown me as a child and then cash in her big well, million, that years ago. million dollar payday, Jerry. No grandchildren. Your worthless <laughs> SOB. On Prisco's. <laughs> and then Prisco is going to want some cash. I'm sure he might want to cut. I told her, I go, who's going to be your go-to NCAA person? She didn't have one. I said, I've heard this guy, Seth Davis, sometimes on shows. Maybe looking to see what he's picking. There you go. Doug Gottlieb. Doug Gottlieb? No. <laughs> Boring. <laughs> that was not a drop. That was live. No, that was Eddie. Eddie, do not hit that button. Jerry, I saw a whole bunch of stuff about uh, Tom Brady, Julian Edelman. And Syracuse. And Jimmy Fallon at Syracuse yep. for the UNC game. First of all, why were they there? I don't know. I read every I no article. Idea. Deep into the article, too, Jerry. Deep, you had I at least three paragraphs. I didn't quit. I got to the bottom where it said, who wrote the article? Right. And it never was able to tell me why. Two guys taking in a basketball with game Jimmy at the Fallon. Carrier Dome. Three guys. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Why they were there, we don't why know. Well, there are guys that do like going to games. Random games in Syracuse? I mean, in February? Syracuse, North Carolina. I suppose. Right? I, I mean, the North Carolina's a bad season this year, but still, it's still Syracuse, North Carolina. You think they flew private up there? No, I think they took a bus. <laughs> a bus, Jerry? Greyhound. That would take them forever. I mean, shut up. <laughs> they flew private, of course. They probably landed on the Carrier Dome. <laughs> so that I guess they uh, there was uh, a lot of action going to a commercial break. Julian Edelman on, back. on TV mouthed, he's coming back. Right, but then there's debate over what Brady said. Right. He's not or he's hot. So stupid. Or he didn't this, wa- like he didn't want him to do this. Well, That's yeah, what it seemed of like. He didn't. But this yeah. Julian Edelman. Now I saw he's You like him. He was right here. You like Julian Edelman. I did like him. He gave us the shirts. Yeah. Oh, that was awesome too. And everyone wrote to me on Twitter, Julian Edelman is the enemy. Your ratings are gonna tank. Very high ratings when Julian Edelman was in here. Exactly. So you all zip it. But Julian Edelman now, Jerry, is selling T shirts. That look like election T-shirts, okay. but to keep Tom Brady in 2020. Oh, is that true? Boy, this guy make the Patriots great again. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> this guy's really like taking advantage anywhere. of the of the his friendship well, with him. Tom Brady. He's not making as much money as Tony Romo, so let him. And meanwhile, Jimmy Fallon got no play off of this. He just happened to be sitting next to them because he's not Tom Brady or Julian Edelman. Yeah, and plus the women like Jimmy Fallon. They do right. These this was guys that went crazy. Patriot fans, right? Guys like you that. Claim to be fans. And then I saw Kevin from Barstool had uh, tweeted out some photos, and I think he's right. It looks like Brady's had a lot of work done on you his think face. think so? Yeah. Hmm. That would, be, that would be bothersome just because of the way he touts his TB12 method, and I'm right. buying it. Like, I believe in it. Unless not eating tomatoes makes it look like you had plastic surgery. I don't know. Hmm. That's possible. See these photos. Yeah. When did he tweet them out? This weekend? Yeah. Shoot. Okay. He does look a little... He looks like so he's we're got thinking hair plugs, hair coloring. Well, he definitely did his hair. And now you're telling that's me some 100%. facial work? Looks like some facial uh, work around the eyeballs. Would you ever do work on your face? No. Your lips? No. Not at all? No, nothing. Your cheekbones? I will have to consider this. On the top of my bald head, I have a little, like, um, 
I can't tell. Like it's some it's sort a of mark, some sort of mole of some sort, and right. it, and I I nick it sometimes shaving my head. Does it bleed? Only if I nick it, it bleeds. It does. So what but do you I, want to do? Have it removed? Yeah. So go do it. Go see a dermatologist. I wrote myself a note to see a dermatologist. You wrote a note. I did. You don't notice that every time you look at yourself in the mirror. No, no. But I wrote a note to because like this weekend I I was like I'm going to call a dermatologist. Not in. Well, not on the weekend. Not you on the weekend. Monday morning. So I wrote a note Monday morning. Well, that's not having work done. That's not like you know. No, no, no. That's a, just your nose size reduced. They're going to shave it right off, Jerry. I can recommend one now, just uh, like you recommended a, your, uh, a urologist. A urologist. Same place. So you and I go to the same urologist. Maybe we go to the same skin doctor. Then they'll see us completely nude again because they check you nude. If they do. You guys can go to the same cardiologist too. Uh, when I get there. Yeah. Hey, did you go to one yet or no? I don't. You do not? Okay. Oh. Hmm. Same general physician. Why do the dermatologist... Well, no, we do not have Oh, okay. Same. I no. thought you did. Why do dermatolo- dermatologists check you nude? Uh, mine doesn't. I don't know. <laughs> What? <laughs> what about Just the saying. dentist? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no dentist. This is not a Seinfeld episode. <laughs> because uh, and for that to happen, isn't your brother-in-law your dentist? He is. That's why I can joke, Jerry. <laughs> Just taking advantage of you. But I think you do get checked for skin <laughs> cancer fear. in your underwear. Unrobe yourself. And they move. They move your underwear around uh, so they could see all your parts really? to make you sure know, you don't I've, have skin cancer. I've never cancer. had a dermatologist tell me to never. No, not once. Hmm. Never once. Really? I've been to multiple dermatologists. They've never checked your area. No. For skin cancer. Uh, no. <laughs> Not exposed to the sun. No. Right. It isn't exposed to the sun, that's for sure. And so yours has. I think so. Huh. Have you gotten the bend over treatment? <laughs> At the dermatologist? Well, no. you've got them checking your area. Why not do that? <laughs> no, they check at, They do you do a whole body check. Do you request that whole body change? I do not, but I, I th- thought it was part of the plan. Oh, change your... <laughs> it was part of my... Bu- my um, your what? <laughs> bonus plan. <laughs> I think you might want to change dermatologists. <laughs> Jerry, I'm sick of all these um, people scaring us about coronavirus. Yeah. Now, the NCAA has been urged... Yes, urged by another group. Urged to explore March Madness with no crowds. Pretty sure that's not going to happen. <laughs> That'd be wild to That'd watch on really TV. Weird. That would be just, I don't know, it'd be eerie. The echo of the basketball bouncing in yeah. an empty arena. In a huge arena. That you don't think that's going to happen? I don't think that's going to happen, no. Do you? No. Of course not. I was kind of, I think it'd be interesting to put on the TV and see no, it, no one well, in the out. stadium. You don't want to watch a baseball game when people aren't sitting behind home that's plate. That's true. You want to watch a basketball game with 18,000 empty seats? Right, MLB's been doing this for years. Oh, my God. Although, I will say, you'll be able to hear everything the coaches are screaming and yelling. Yes. That's kind of neat. It would be mic'd up without them being mic'd up. Right. But then you'd have F-bombs flying like crazy. Right. Wouldn't be a good scene for the kids on TV. So you don't think that's a real thing that's going to happen? I do not. NCAA playing games? I don't think that's going to happen. I know in Japan, I believe, or I probably should get this correct before I say it, but one of uh, uh, foreign countries playing baseball spring training games with no crowds. Okay. It's spring training games. All right. How about enough. that? How about that? Did you see the Yeshiva winning streak at you, 27? Who's Yeshiva? Yeshiva University. Oh, I did not. They've Basketball? 27 straight games. Men's or women's team? Men's. Pretty good, huh? Yeah. Yeah. There was even an article in the uh, Post today about it. <laughs> Is that right? You didn't get to that part, did you? <laughs> I probably saw Yeshiva. I didn't know what it meant. Yeah, men's basketball. Killing it. Uh, Jerry, this is the... We have time here, yeah. Good for you segment. Okay. Oh, another new segment. Yeah, I've got two new segments hey, good today. For you. 
This segment is called, Hey, Good For You. Tony Romo, $17 million. Hey, good for you. And good for Candace and the kids and everybody in the Romo. I'm happy for Tony Romo. That guy in a world of play-by-play guys that don't separate themselves, Mm -hmm. this man separated himself. Sure. And he's getting paid. Oh, he's getting paid all right. Hey, good for you. Handsomely. Good for you. $17 million. Do you think, I'll pose this question to Boomer. All right. Do you think when Tony plays in a golf event yes. and has to miss a game, and let's say Boomer he gets a call. better not miss a game. Does Boomer get one-seventeenth of that check? Yes. He gets he one to, million. Right? Absolutely. Where you don't do it. It's pretty good. You bring the, Make sure you bring you that up it. to him later. And if not, they'll call Sims. <laughs> oh, you don't want to do it? Got it. Sims, <laughs> you're up. They've got to have a pack then, Jerry. All of them have to. I don't know get, that that works that way. Imagine you're getting a million dollars a game, and then you're going to go, I'm going to play golf this Sunday. Yeah, because he can. God, that guy's lucky. Yeah, he's loaded. What's the most he made as a player in one year? Not not 17 million, right? No, I bet you I would think 10 to 12. Just Google it. You Google it. We'll Google it during the break. And then another new segment, yes? Uh, Another new segment, Jerry. New segment on the other side of the break. And Boomer as well here on The Fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. Right, welcome back. A couple more minutes. Uh, Rangers did lose. We tried uh, to have Sam Rosen on today. That did not work out, so that won't be coming up. Uh, quickly during the break, I checked. So Tony Romo did make uh, his biggest year was 2013, $26 million. Oh. He did make 17, this is a funny number, $17,2458.15. He got injured that year. He had a $2,458 in incentives that he made. Imagine here's seventeen million dollars. We give you incentives too. How about two thousand dollars? <laughs> exactly. Incentive for so your yeah, grocery he's, bill. He's made this kind of money. All right, he's seen these checks before, yeah. Jerry. All right, new segment. So we debuted a new segment last segment called good "Hey, Good for, for You." Hey, Good for You. Right. This is a new segment called "What Up with That?" <laughs> oh Jesus! God. Where I, where I just throw something out there, then I say "What Up with That?" You know, I get that, and you answer it. Right. That's if you can talk, because right now Boomer is. Basically, power moving you into the wall. What's up with that? Right. Wow, what is going on? That's You're very wrecking the place. This is like you know bad uh, furniture. Those got thirty. Okay, seconds. Jerry. So what up with that? Aaron judges shoulder. Jerry, what's up with that? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> what man. is this guy's story? A him and Stanton. I don't understand. The really Yankees don't. are weak. Now they're saying possible pectoral injury. That's I don't know. From man. what? It's all connected. The shoulder to the pec to the abs to the testicles. Who knows? I don't know, man. Is this a segment that can live, you think? What up with that? Where yes, I, just I think every something? day we can do, hey, what up with that? Hey, I go, hey, Jerry, what's up with that? Yes. And I just give you a topic. I 100% we can do this again tomorrow. <laughs> yes. We need production, though. You want a production? The hey, good for you is fine, your voice. But with, with, okay. hey, what's up with that? Yeah, we need production. What up with that? Yeah, right. Like if I just go into but the production room. Music. Then I go, what up with that? That would be pretty cool. All right. I think so, yes. So, yeah, this lives on until tomorrow. Coming this summer to uh, the warm-up show. What up with that? Hey, good for you. Wake up with Boomerang Geo, morning 6 to 10. Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there. This is the Rico Bronya Podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night. On behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch. Let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f*** yourself? <laughs> wow. Well, you weren't kidding. You were. You came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast.